You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast. Welcome to a special part two of this week's Real Reading podcast. Um, You'll know if you've already listened to the main part of the podcast that we split our interview with M.M. Adebola into two parts. Uh, It's a lovely 25-minute chat about Reading, about being a special constable in Thames Valley Police, uh, and rather than have to cut it down, I wanted to make sure that you could hear the whole thing. Um, it's it's a really it's a really good interview. Uh, MM is really engaging, and I just urge you to jump on his Twitter and give him a follow as well because it gives you a real insight into what these guys do around Reading to keep us safe. Um, without further ado, here's the interview in full. Hi everybody, uh, I am here on Google Hangout this time, uh, just mixing it up a little bit. I'm with M.M. Adigbola. Uh, M.M., how are you? I'm doing very well, thank you. So you fluffed the surname already, haven't you? Oh God, have I this done it? Oh no. No, it's fine, it's fine. Actually, you can't pronounce it. I'd have to teach you a, a new consonant sound in a whole new internal system. So that's as close <laughs> as actually you can get without learning a new language. Don't need heart and mouth moment there. Uh, <laughs> Oh dear. Um, how, so, uh, MM, you are a special sergeant with Thames Valley Police? Yes, yes. And you have a rather fine Twitter feed, which is what uh, has led to me talking to you today. Mm. I very much enjoy following you up. Can you tell me a little bit about what a special sergeant is? Yeah, so I'm, I'm a special constable uh, is, is what the actual okay. thing is. That's what the actual role is. The special constabulary is um, basically volunteer police officers. So started back in the war, back in old times, um, <laughs> when all the real coppers went off to war, clearly. Yep. So they drafted us lots in. Um, <laughs> and the tradition has continued ever since. So it's, it's, it's a way to serve community. Yep. Um, you, you are effectively a copper with everything they would have. Um, but we just are volunteers and we have other jobs that we, that we work on during the day. And then in the evenings, weekends, or whenever you can put it in, we come and do this. So the reason okay. I bristle when you say sergeant ever so slightly is because because I I've, I am a what they call a special sergeant. It basically means I'm in charge of right. a team of six volunteers. And how how did you how did you work up to that? Because from the, from that you obviously you have a day job. Um, yeah. And I'm I'm impressed by your setup there. Either you're into gaming or you do something with computer computers sat at a desk most of the time uh, mm. one one or the other so we'll, we'll come on to that in a minute just how did you end up kind of being in charge of other other volunteers how does that work um it's just it's the, the role is needed for um for pastoral care making sure people are all right i mean the, yeah. there is a whole rank what we'd call a rank structure within the special constabulary um i think of them more kind of as administrative grades so that, that they tend to mirror what you've got in the in the regular constabulary what we yeah. call pcs um They'd be regulars and we're specials. Um, the Daily Mail called them normal. <laughs> I saw it in an article recently. So we're special and they're normal. 
<laughs> we, we prefer to Americanize it and call them regular. But um, the rank structure is, is, is similar. So, you know, you'll have PCs above them, sergeants, above them, inspectors, above them, chief inspectors. We then skip a few. So the regulars will have superintendents and chief superintendents, uh, then deputy and assistant chief constables. We've got deputy chief officers and then a chief officer who was a gentleman called Jason Morley Smith who was a very big head honcho in the ambulance service. So I guess he kind of donates some of his time to us to, to run our police service as well. <laughs> so um, so what, what made you want to do this? Um, I think I've always wanted to do, had some sort of interest in policing. I never, I never thought I could be a copper. Um, and some would argue I still aren't. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so close. So close. Yeah, to it, so yeah. close. So close. You know, but I make a decent wage. So there we go. And I... Um, I just didn't really see it on see it on the table for whatever reason. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't my interest as a career. I just found policing as a as a as an entity, policing as a concept, quite interesting. Um, so, and I swear this is a true story. When I was revising for my A levels a long, long time ago, back in the day, I still had A levels though. I <laughs> um, googled how to become a pilot. This is how you'll find out why <laughs> when it was because Google had only just brought out autocomplete. So I typed yep. in how to become a P. And he's like, do you mean police officer, pilot, and loads of other professions that began with P? So I looked at that and I went into that website, took, I think it was like Bedfordshire Police or something, mm. and they had this line of, of lots of different types of, say, I had like a police, a, a PC, a special constable, a PCSO, a police volunteer, and kind of just a little blurb under each of them. And I thought, oh, I'd heard of most of them. I'd, what's this special constable thing? Why does he look very similar to the PC? but slightly younger and clearly a bit more energetic. And I clicked on him and then that was, oh, right. So you can do this as a volunteer. And then, okay, right. Am I too fat? No, we're in. <laughs> was that literally the only bar to it? It, it wasn't quite, no. No, at the time I was a, uh, I was a pretty much a somewhat reclusive computer geek. So um, that was probably the hardest interview I'd done yeah. in my life at the point and actually i'm gonna screw someone over by saying this now i found my service record in an unlocked filing cabinet inside the central police station yeah and i found my interview notes and it said basically <laughs> emma was clearly nervous during this interview and, and lacks life experience however and then they kind of put some redeeming features in there. And clearly, the way the human psyche works i can't remember what those redeeming features were no no just the negative things yeah. absolutely <laughs> so um so let's uh I'll, I'll come on to sort of that that kind of role but day, day job wise give you give you an opportunity to to plug what you do what what is a day job that leads into kind of uh sort of i was going to say sort of by day you are a and then yeah. by night you are a policeman but clearly you're not a policeman only at night <laughs> evenings too yeah. i'm a i'm a <laughs> i'm a software developer computer programmer so i write oh, software okay. for um i'm a contractor so Ultimately, whoever's paying, I tend to have fairly short-term contracts. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm working for a company that protects Heathrow Airport from drones um, and some other airports, which I don't think they want me to say yet. But we've got the biggest one. We've got the busiest one in Europe, yeah. so that that'll do. Um, so that's you know obviously somewhat high stress at points. Um, that's yeah. what I do in the day. Um, work for loads of other people as well, but. I'm, Basically, I'll sit in, sit in a desk, type on a computer all day, and then sometimes in my evenings, I go and sit in a desk in a police station, yeah. and every now and then, they let me out to patrol. 
because I think uh, so. Sort of following your following your your Twitter feed, which I I've, I've enjoyed immensely. Um, yeah. There's what your most recent video was you getting out of a car near near Forbury Gardens. Is that was it? Yes, that near is. Yeah, Carluccio's, and you drop your uh, you, you you drop your handcuffs. Yes, it's, it's yes, good you're I, able to poke fun of you, poke fun at yourself as well. I think that's a large part of why I'm why I'm on there. I think it's I saw you know I've, I've been a special for like seven years now. Um, bit of time in Southampton, moved over to Reading, had a bit of a break in between. Um, and I kind of looked, one good thing about TVP is we are relative, compared to the other force, we're actually quite good at putting stuff out there on our mm. media. People don't really know what we do, what coppers do. And it's, okay, it's important. I didn't know what a special constable was until I find out by accident. So I think it's, <laughs> I think it's important to get ourselves out there. Yeah. I think we're, we can be very traditional and that's important at times. But I just, quite frankly, I find our social media a bit boring. Um, so I thought, okay, if, if you think you can do better, you've got to put your money where your mouth is now. Yeah. And then you sign up and, oh, right, I've got to make content now on a somewhat <laughs> monthly basis. <laughs> oh, right, this is hard. Yeah. Ah, yeah. I should have kept quiet. But there we are. So I, I find post little tidbits and, you know, stuff that happens. I think I think visual media is a lot more powerful than writing yeah. a two-page article, although they have me do that as well. Um <laughs> And I think it's getting people to see the human side, getting people to see yeah. some of the amusing stuff. I think people people um, identify with humour. I mean, you know, I, I know people, I, I get this with a lot of people I deal with sometimes, that they don't quite think I'm taking them seriously because I'm a bit of a joker. Yeah. You know, and obviously it's fine for street level crime, but you know, when you're dealing with a rape victim, you just kind of have to shut up and listen to them. Yeah. Um, so the, the whole point of it is, is I'm I'm trying to kind of in my own way show what I'm going to what I'm going to say a different side of policing, yeah. Although it's you know every side is different. It's it's all about having lots of it's all about having lots of perspectives. And while there's the 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 the, the time and place for the kind of officious upfront, you know, on the 17th of June, a man was arrested for something. Yeah, it would be inappropriate to comment further as an investigation is ongoing, which we mainly copy paste to identify to your mate James Aldridge, who's always <laughs> on Twitter going. What happened there? What happened there? What happened there? Uh, Though he's a mate of mine as well, so I call him <laughs> out. But actually, we're, we're very good friends. I did. Uh, I did see you. You. You dug him out on uh, on one of your tweets in there as well, which about the no. sand in the road, which was that was good. that was fifty. Wo- who published that? Fifty words <laughs> about someone pouring gravel on the road. Uh, it's, the traffic, it's the traffic, though. It's the traffic. I'll bet you that was one of the most the most that was one of the most read stories of the day. Yeah, Absolutely, exactly I guarantee. <laughs> so you the the sort of the twitter stuff the video you do that yourself it's not a sort of mandated thing that a special car it's just it's your oh, decision no, to do it absolutely not no no you you know it's, it's policing this is above and beyond and obviously policing yeah. takes policing takes primacy which is why yeah. i'm not i'm not there that much you know that and quality over quantity as well I like <laughs> myself but really it's you know because i've got a job to do i've got work to do and um yeah when people call on us we need to be there not batting away on the phone yeah, uh, yeah. Taking, you know but sometimes it's sometimes it can, it can work hand in hand like well I, basically i i went on to a well coley park and there was a couple of kids that would you know just mucking around so i, was, I let them let them have a look at some of the stuff in the police car so right can i take a couple of pictures and i you know told mum i'll be putting this on the internet yeah for their faces to go on there yeah, yeah that's absolutely fine Last minute, I thought, actually, no, I'm not going to put their faces on. I'll put some of those smiley things over them, yeah. just to make sure. But yeah, but you know that that was part of it, and she was she was happy that the police take time to to engage with with their kids. They hadn't had the best start in life, bless them. 
and it's you know the internet can be part of the internet can be part of um, part of engagement. Telly was part of it. We had this we had this with cops, didn't we? Cops is a, an amazingly simple telly. Have you seen cop? Both people. I, I think I have. Yes, I think I have done at some point. Yeah, it is a terrifyingly simple concept. The format is is the format is to a T. Basically, there's some South South American yeehaw cop in mm. a car with like more equipment than all of TVP put together. And he goes, like, I've been a cop for seven years, and here's a thing on his radio, and he goes to 26th and 48th Street, points his gun at someone, arrests them, and pats himself on the back. Cut to an ad break. That's that's it. That's cops. <laughs> and every single every single department that has featured on that show has received a boost in popularity and community support just for showing what they're doing. Yeah. So that's that's why I do what I do. Do you do you think it do you think it's sort of um do you think it kind of would encourage people to to want to get into the profession? Do you think it it shows a, a, a slightly different, you know, what actually happens? Do you, do you yeah. feel like that has an effect? I think it does. I think showing people a reality has an effect. I mean, you know, I I, t- I, t- I make fun of cops, but we we've got our own programs in the UK mm-hmm. um, that are quite, you know, interceptors did quite well. Road Wars, they've all done really well. Um, Live PD, which actually I think they did some test stuff over here, but it never quite took off. It's it's all got an impact. People being able to see what we're doing demystifies it, and yeah. they become more amenable to us. I think what what hurts us is when we try to shroud ourselves in secrecy, and the problem is sometimes we have to because of the way our legal system works. Yeah, some things have to be kept quiet until they get to court. So my job is to look, pick all the other stuff, like me dropping my handcuffs or me playing yeah. with kids for twenty minutes and traffic cones, and go well. Look, I can show you all of this. And yeah, it'll probably lead to, I don't think that I personally will lead to any sort of measurable uptick in, in recruitment. That would be, a, I'd say, an act of hubris. Although it is my personal aim to increase um, the number of specials, certainly at Reading, um, you know, and make the force maybe a bit more, make, make our local special assembly maybe a bit more representative as well. And yeah. it, it definitely improves the profile of the police, putting stuff out there. I'd say, I'm not necessarily going to say for sure that it's, that it will lead to any sort of uptick in uptick in approval. Mm. Sorry, I, any sort of uptick in, in recruitment, I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see. I, yeah. <laughs> that sort of representation, is that something that I, I, I'm conscious that I'm a, I'm a white guy sort of asking, asking you this sort of question, but, and I, I'd always get really awkward around this stuff, which if you've listened yeah. to any of the stuff, uh, that I've no, done, I won't let I'm, you off. No, that's, it, that's, that's, that's fine. I'm using to watch this show. <laughs> do you, do you, do you think that kind of representation is important and does there need to be more of it in, in the specials and in the police force? Is that something that you think is a, is something that needs to happen? Uh, well, yeah, obviously it is important. Um, we, we do an important job. We do yeah. a difficult job. So anything that can make it easier is important. You know, so it, it's, it's kind of a self-answering question. Is representation yeah. important? Yeah, of course yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a softball question, Tom, obviously, but I'm, I'm going to take it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's important. It's important yeah. to be more representative, obviously. Yeah. It's yeah. But the, the more we represent our community, the more our community will trust us. It doesn't. It look here's 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 the thing, mate. If you if you get burgled, right, you are having the worst day of your life. Yeah. For most people, okay, um, and it's not because you're materialistic. It's because your castle, your house, has been invaded by what I'm going to say is utter scum. Though obviously I'm biased. I have to deal with these people. <laughs> so when that happens, 
you are going to latch on to anyone that will make you feel safe. If you're a woman, you're going to latch on to someone that looks like you. If you're tall, you're going to latch on to the couple that's slightly taller because he's going to feel more like you. Yeah. If you're a largest gentleman, you're going to latch on to me because, okay, well, he's fat. He's, 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 he's my mate. He understands what's <laughs> going on here. Look, they even went in the fridge and nicked my pie. Yeah. You know, whatever, whatever factor it is, someone is, is going to latch on to that. So within that, obviously, there needs to be a, there needs to be a, a, a racial um, yeah. a racial spectrum as well because people are going to latch on to that and then that's aside from the fact that there's cultural differences yeah um and people's people's lived outcomes i mean some you know some of the most multicultural coppers i've seen kind of you know just you you wouldn't know they look like they, they're just you know it's very easy to stereotype and go well anyone that's white clearly hasn't hasn't left the south of england why is he wearing a coat it's only drizzly yeah. but <laughs> you know some of some of the most well-traveled coppers and the, the, the cleverest and and aware culturally you know look 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 say like you so it's, it's not about it's not about skin colors it's yeah. really about having a, a, a breadth of knowledge the the phrase recently was coined diversity of thinking it's not just about diversity of skin colors about diversity of thinking that uh, that is an excellent answer to a really dreadfully phrased and framed question so thank you yes. very much for digging me out of that hole <laughs> um i i wanted to, to sort of twitter I kind of just i'm just sort of thinking like one of the things that we see all the time especially on social media is someone someone might take a picture of a policeman or two two uh, a couple of policemen in a coffee shop having a having a coffee because you know you get breaks too because you know like most people mm. you're working and you get your breaks but that do you, what sort of obviously you get negative responses at times to that well they should be out kind of on the beat and stuff like that do you have that sort of thing with the, with the twitter do people come out why are you why are you doing all of this why aren't you arresting people is that is that something you've come across is it or is that not, uh, not directly um it is it it happens but it's not an issue these these people tell me stupid like that you can't you can't do anything about stupidity some people are going to be idiots um, a lot of them we end up arresting, but you know, not for being stupid, for being criminal. Obviously, I'm, yes, I'm not, it's, not, it's not my job to conflate the few, lest you or one of your mates accuse me of elitism. Um, but the, 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 you, you, what I'm saying is, you can't, you can't listen to those people. You can't let them drag you down. What, what, what we are doing, and our openness and forthcomingness in and of itself reaps benefits and those benefits are self-evident. It is demonstrably better for a police force to engage with its community. So anyone that says that is a bad thing, frankly, can get behind me. It doesn't, yeah. doesn't matter. Now, there'll be arguments about medium, you know, for instance, a fairly senior police officer has, has made his thoughts on TikTok quite widely known that he doesn't feel that that's an appropriate medium. I personally disagree with him, but you know, he's got the scrambled egg on his shoulder, so we have to do what he says. But other, other than medium, the act itself, the engagement itself is mm. positive. We're getting better at it. I mean, I, 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 we've got our own internal social media um, called Yammer. Um, I think that's a Microsoft thing. Um, yeah. That quite a lot of companies have internally. Um, we're getting better. You know, before it used to be, it just used to be newspapers, isn't it? Newspapers, court yeah. reporters, yeah. and people wearing trilbies going to grumpy cops at crime scenes scribbling stuff down in their notebook and we've moved on from that um you know tv tv's got an instagram that that blew my mind when i saw that imagine, <laughs> imagine that um so yes things are gonna things are gonna change over time i think 
the people we deal with are getting younger and younger comparatively <clears throat> to us really tom what's happening is that we're getting older i know yes but, you know coppers look so young these days <laughs> um do you know, wait, do you know what I saw on Twitter a couple of months ago? You know, um, Christian Bunce, the guy that deals with our, um, that, that dealt with COVID uh, during the first start. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But there's people whinging that he looked young. And I think, okay, well, <laughs> well, if, if, if cop police officers are getting younger, means I'm old. What does it mean when you're saying superintendents are getting younger? <laughs> I think I think it was an interesting point about um, you were talking about TikTok there and 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 that kind of thing because and and we'll have the same problem especially when in a, in a, in the media and stuff. How do you engage with people? Because we'll be use we'll use Twitter, we'll use Facebook, hmm. but the age demographics of people using Twitter and Facebook will be older than the people that are now that were using Snapchat and are now using TikTok. So yeah. to not in, to ignore that and not engage with that seems a, a, a bit mental. It, to it. it'll have to move it will have to move on i mean i, I remember when um when i was in hans you know 10 years ago the idea of us going on facebook was 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 transgressive <laughs> and now facebook is for the old people and i went to twitter yeah. and even now i'm kind of looking at this is it's just a bit of an aging platform really isn't it what <laughs> what's next so you know we'll see too this will all be good this will all yeah be. i mean that's why we're we on a podcast why why aren't we sitting in a coffee shop with you interviewing me again with the trobia notebook because print well, readers on the way out that's gonna go soon isn't it you'll be gone Hugh will be gone and all be left is paul king that's it'll all be, that will be left in reading <laughs> no 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 comment you're rolling your you look down at that man don't you how dare you tom paul king is, is a citizen journalist a... and he he is beholden to no man clearly not a proofreader and i'll leave it at that <laughs> There is possibly a certain part of this interview I might have to edit out. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> I love Paul. I met him so, remember when that car came down, when that van came off the IDR. Oh, yes. I yes. met him on that scene. Actually, I quite I quite like the gentleman. And, you know, <laughs> citizen journalism is important. It is. I, I it just is. think maybe cut your outtakes out of your videos, Paul. Yeah. And, and you know, I mean, I, I've done I've done media law. It's hard. Yeah, but it's, yeah. it's hard for a reason because it stops you getting, you know, fined. And and I mean, the, the 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 very the very least that would happen is is a big fine. The mm. the worst that could happen is you end up in prison for a, for a period of time just because of something you wrote. So yeah, and there's a whole spectrum in between that of trouble oh, as well. Yeah. Um, we just we just kind of finish off. I, I wanted to kind of finish off on sort of a wholesome, positive note, and mm. just want to sort of like. Uh, in this whole, in this role as a as a as a special constable, what what do you feel like was your best moment? You know, what what's that sort of thing that is there something you're particularly proud of when you go out? You tell your mates you did you did this. It is so varied. I mean, it, it's it's different. I, I try not to use superlatives anyway. But yeah, there, there are loads of moments that stick out. There's you know, there's just cool. There's cool. You have good nights where you just get on well with everyone. Everything kind of falls into place. Um. Some some of the best the, the problem is with what we do um, is that some of our best work is at some of our worst incidents. Mm. And I think if you think into very recent Reading history, I'm sure you can yeah. imagine what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, although obviously until that's resolved, I'm not going to say much more about it. So I you know I saw a lot of good policing that day, a lot of good policing, and um, they 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 told us within 24 hours of that incident being made over a hundred officers and staff were involved in that incident 
either directly or on the phone or checking intel and information, taking reports from members of the public, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Within 24 hours, 100 officers, mm. who, by the way, all had to be pulled off something else that they were doing. Yeah. So we need to throw out, again, a big thanks to our to our citizenry who who let us get on with that and and you know and make progress on that investigation at the speed we needed and were able to do. I'll just give you a set, just a moment, just to promote the service. Um, how to Pete? If someone's thinking, I'd like to get into that's something I'd like. To, I'm interested in. I like the cut of this guy's jib. How do I? How do I work with him? How how would they go about yeah. doing that? Uh, so I work at Reading Police Station. Obviously, you should you should come to Reading. TVP are recruiting for special constables at the moment. Go onto the website. You can look at careers. Uh, tvpcareers.com um, that explains a lot more about the actual role and you get to meet a couple of people digitally obviously um, that have done it, um, there's a write up I did on there, write up a couple of other people done on there, specials, detectives, everything uh, well you know it's for you there's a link on there or just google TVP specials that'll take you to the website, we are actively recruiting at the moment, um, we had to pause training over, this, over um, the last few months for Covid so we've managed to find a COVID way, secure way to keep, to resume our training. So yeah, give it a go. It'll take about six months to get through the entire process. You click the button, six yeah. months from then, you'll probably be in training as long as you haven't committed any crimes abroad that we have to find out about. <laughs> and that's and that's it. You get to pick what station you work at. Obviously, Thames Valley covers a massive area. Yeah. And if you don't want to work here, you know, go work. You go work in the north, in North Hants. You can go work to the east, of to the west of us in um in uh well wiltshire um to the south there's um there's hampshire we've worked quite closely with and to the east there's something but i don't like to talk about them <laughs> and just uh, just for anybody keen on on following you what's your what's your twitter on this aging platform <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah, it's uh, tvp 8339 that's my show yeah. number 8339 tvp 8339 thank you very much for joining us uh Thanks, You're listening to The Real Reading Podcast.